the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Time to get back to church. The following program is sponsored by Bridgeway Community Church. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today, but thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. How in the world are you today? Well, wherever you are, in your kitchen, in your car, maybe in front of your computer or your smartphone watching me on Facebook Live, at Anderson Speaks is my handle there. Thanks a lot for tuning in. And, of course, on the most listened to Christian talk station on the East Coast, second in the entire country, WAVA, 105.1 FM right here in Arlington, Virginia, covering all of Northern Virginia, Washington, D.C., Maryland, even parts of Pennsylvania and West Virginia as well, around the world on WAVA.com. And guess what? Today's a special day. It's Tough Topic Tuesday, but we're highlighting a very tough topic, and that is how in the world do you build a bridge from no faith to deep faith? Maybe you have some faith barriers in your life. What barriers to faith keep you from moving forward in your spirituality and in your growth? Well, today we have a special author who's going to be with us, and I'm holding up her book right now, uh, the Reverend Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. I'll introduce her just in a moment. But before we get started, let me give you some housekeeping items. First of all, if you want to call us and you want to talk with me or Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner, the phone number is 888-432- 7434, or if you're driving and saying, how can I remember all those number numbers? Just remember the word bridge, 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's bow for just a short word of time, uh, prayer. Commit our time over to the Lord. Father, thank you for today's show. Thank you for today's topic, today's guest, and even the resource that you are providing us through uh, this lovely book that's been written I prayed. Now what? Well, we pray to you, Lord, and ask you to cover our time together in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. Well, if you want to give us a call today and answer the question, what barriers to faith keep you from moving forward spiritually? You can do that by dialing 888-43-BRIDGE. You can also get a hold of me uh, at andersonspeaks.com or go to my favorite new website, Embrace Gracism. Dot com and register to be a gracious. Let me know that you are all in when it comes to uh, building bridges of grace to other people, regardless of their color, class, or culture. Well, today, Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner, who's a, who is currently the CEO of Skinner Leadership Institute, a leadership development and bridge building organization created back in 1992. It's headquartered out of uh, Southern Maryland. She's been running that for a while now. She's uh, also included in the presidential's who's who among business and professional achievers and served on President Barack Obama's White House Faith Council She has a long history of building bridges and advancing the inclusion of people of all cultures in both the private and public sector. And uh, Barbara Williams Skinner was the first female executive director of the Congressional Black Caucus and continues to serve as a spiritual advisor to the CBC members 
and the Congressional Black Caucus Foundation. She's a frequent blogger with the Huffington Post and serves on the board of visitors of Howard University School of Divinity and the board of directors of Sojourners, a Christian social justice ministry reaching over 5 million persons. She's got multiple degrees, including a law degree, and she has a Master's of Divinity as well. Most of all, you need to know that Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner is a friend, a co-sojourner with me, and I consider it a privilege Barbara, to have you on Real Talk. Thank you for being here. Thank you, David. It's Glad to be here. So good to see you. And thank you for writing this book, I Prayed, Now What? And the subtitle is My Journey from No Faith to Deep Faith. Why did you write this book? I didn't believe there was a God who cared about poor people and people of color, people who on the side streets of life, like the ones. Uh, in my family, and I had so much evidence of that from a church that didn't care that as a little child, I equated God as unmerciful and Mm. uncaring because I thought the church was God, and this is how God treated us. So Mm. I walked out. I wrote a letter of resignation to my mother at 11 and a half, Mm. um, a southern mother who you don't uh, tell you're not going to church. But she did a strange thing. She looked at my little letter, and she looked at me, and she looked again, and in a kind of a weird way, she said, I'm going to just talk to God about you and walked out. Mm. And the, the rest is history. She wow. must have been talking a long time because here I am. So you had a mother who was a prayer warrior, yet you in your own right at first was maybe, would you consider yourself an, an atheist or maybe even agnostic? Or were you just not sure what you were? You just knew you didn't want anything to do with church? <laughs> well, I think I'm more in the second category. I didn't really know if God existed. Mm-hmm. I didn't have any evidence. I believed as a child, a good student, at, and a student uh, you know, who dealt with evidence, where was God? Mm-hmm. How could you see him? How do you know he's there? How does right. he answer you? So I was looking for evidence of God right. as a child, and so I didn't, I didn't know whether he existed or not. So I consider myself and agnostic. And then, of course, I turned Mm. completely away from the church for 20 years. Well, you said in your book, I reached my breaking point. It was then that I decided that I would never go back to church. I said that. Wow. 11 and a half. Wow. How many people, I think, feel that way? They're not going back to church. Is is it, uh, or do they just see God as, as somebody who's not for them? If you're a little child and people in the church and I'm just saying a particular church. And that's mm-hmm. not all churches. But when you're 11 to 7 or 6, a child, and you're poor, and you're hungry nights and days, mm. and you're at a church where there's lots of food and people look down on poor families like mm. ours with eight children and a mother with no husband, mm. uh, and there's a whispers behind our backs and all about who we were, it left a pain in my soul. I didn't mm. know how to handle that as a, as a little child. So my only response was, okay, I'm going to divorce my mother's God, and I'm going to mm. go and get a good education. Since I'm going to college, I won't need God anyway. So mm. That was my, my anecdote to not having a loving church. So in a way, it was almost like a war, your own personal war on poverty. I was having a war on poverty, and I, my attitude was that I'm not going to be poor, and I'm going to help people like me. But it's not going to come from the church. Uh-huh. Yes. Because the church wasn't really feeding you, and you were going home hungry when they were having fish dinners and, and chicken dinners. Pound cake. <laughs> Greens. And they weren't sharing? Is that, was Couldn't that the problem? Couldn't get any. I would have washed dishes. And my mother said, no, we don't beg, so we just go, go home hungry. So they didn't cook all that food for you to eat. They cooked it for you to buy. And you eat. had to buy it. Okay. And it was 50 cents, and we didn't have the 50 cents between the eight of us. So yeah. We couldn't even share a plate, so we went home. So oh, it, it, it yeah. just was... 
heart. My only safe place was in the library. In the library. Well, we're going to find out <laughs> some of your other safe places, your challenging thoughts, and your deep faith, because surely you went from no faith to deep faith. We're coming back in just three minutes. Don't go anywhere. I've got Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. smelly basement let me tell you something amber and i had some basement issues we called best buy waterproofing they came and they helped us out if you have mold mildew cracks blistered paint in your walls or you're just not quite sure if your basement is altogether safe then call best buy waterproofing just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com they have over 30 years of experience and they'll even donate 500 to my show if you end up doing business with them but most of all get your basement fixed give them a call 844-980-3707. That's 844-980-3707. Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson is not just an insightful radio talk show, but also a conversation that encourages listeners to engage in higher levels of understanding. Here's what people are saying about the show. Dr. Anderson, I've been listening to you for a couple years now, and I just wanted to call in and say amen and hallelujah. You are on the mark. I listen to you uh, very much, and it's, good, it's very, very good to hear your refreshing voice on the radio. You are not afraid to take any topic. Uh, you are very humble, and um, it's just give us comfort. I love the radio station. My favorite is Marriage Mondays. Even though I'm not married, it's okay. I love it. I love the advice. I listen to it all the time. I have my notifications on. I was on the show once upon a time. Um, so I just love the advice and just the biblical sound and just stuff that he says on here. So it's amazing to listen to. He's such an inspiration because not only does he impact the um, local area, but his message is so powerful that it deserves to go on a broader spectrum. Comprehension begins with conversation. It's not just a phrase. It's a reality. Join the conversation at Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. Happiness is closer than you think. My listeners already know I believe in professional counseling, and I'm happy to tell you how you can get outstanding counseling right at home, at work, or wherever you feel most comfortable. It's easy with eHome Counseling. You can get an outstanding counselor via video, convenient, confidential, and flexible. You know, sometimes life is hard, but eHome Counseling will help you. They'll help you through your struggles of depression, anxiety, addiction, or PTSD. eHome Counseling can help, and they take major insurance. So give them a call at 833-40-E-HOME. That's 833-40-E-HOME. Or catch them online, ehomegroup.com. That's ehomegroup.com. Happiness is closer than you think. Welcome back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. For more information about this program or for resources from Dr. Anderson, please visit andersonspeaks.com. 
To watch on Facebook Live or to view past episodes, visit Dr. Anderson's Public Figure Facebook page. Just search Dr. David Anderson and click like. You can also watch live on YouTube. Just search for Anderson Speaks, all one word, and make sure to subscribe. Join our text community and receive a free weekly text from Dr. Anderson. Just text the word INSPIRE to 97000. That's I-N-S-P-I-R-E to 97000. And now, back to Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. I hope you're doing well today. My phone number, if you want to call me for this call-in talk show, I don't care if you're on the Beltway somewhere, just, you know, put on your seatbelt and pull over to the side of the road. If uh, Here's the last thing I want you to do is get in a car accident because you're so deep into conversation with Dr. David Anderson or Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. She's the author of a brand new book, I Prayed, Now What? Barbara Williams Skinner, you wrote this book, and the subtitle says, My Journey from No Faith to deep faith. How long did it take for you to make this journey from from no faith now to a deeper faith? About 20 years. Is that it right? Was, it was that long. Yes, I went through uh, college, law school, and I started working on Capitol Hill thinking that I had reached the pinnacle of my life. I was the uh, chief of staff to a member of Congress. I mean, what mm. else could you ever who would need God? Right. You know, and um, so you had no need for God at you know, this point. Making money, traveling around the world, meeting all kinds of people, going in and out of the White House. Then, mm-hmm. um, no need. So in my mind, I had reached my. You arrived. Yes, I huh. arrived. So then, if there are people who are listening who are in that place, they're they're successful. They have everything they need. It's almost like you don't need God. Uh, how how do they engage a topic like this? And in fact. How did you engage a topic like this? Did God break into your successful world? He broke in in, the, in a major way. Everything came crashing down when I realized that nobody cared whether I lived or died. If hmm. I worked 20-hour days, I traveled around the world, but I was invited everywhere. But I realized it was not because of me. It was because of my position. It hmm. wasn't because of my relationships. Hmm. And I just became depressed to almost the point of suicide. And one night I just... Could not. I was trying to recall how did my mother pray? What did mm. she say to this invisible God that with all the days and nights I saw her on her knees in her room? And I tried to remember if I ever heard her because I was desperate. Mm. I couldn't call home because uh, I was the one who had made it. Huh. And I just, out of, I don't know, I, David, I cried out to God and just said, if you're there, and mm. I, you're probably not, but if you're there, I need you. That's all I said. That was my prayer. Hmm. Was this your first prayer of true conversion? Like, do you believe like, God heard this prayer? And do you believe that was a conversion prayer? I believe it was. I didn't, you know, go through. There were no flashing lights or you uh-huh. know lightning bolts, but I felt a sense of peace that I hadn't felt for years. Mm. And it was at, after that point. Two weeks later, I met a man named Gene Browning who came to my office. Um, maybe looking for a job, but it turns out that he was the answer to prayer. And through his wife, he led me, they led me to Mm. Jesus Christ. How about that? If somebody's listening right now and they're thinking, hmm, I'm not sure if I have a relationship with Jesus Christ. Is it, Barbara, is it really that simple? Can they just cry out to God even now? I think it's as simple as that. Is that your breath? God hears even the cry of your heart Mm. because I was desperate. I really didn't know 
who to call. People in Washington only generally reach out to you when they want something from mm-hmm. you. I was in a high position. Who could I trust? Mm. How did I know people really were my friends? And I didn't have any place or anyone to call at midnight when I was mm. screaming for um, a, a companion wow. or uh, a love, a loving person who didn't want anything. And I think at that point, when you cry out, I believe, God hears the cry of your heart. And that's what prayer is, isn't it? Just it's basically a cry crying out to of God. the human heart to a God who is there. So it's not more like a religious act that you just have to do in order to gain favor with God. It's really just if, if, if your heart is, needs him, you, you got to a place where you needed him. You have to be desperate. You have to get past yourself. Mm, there are no mm. fancy words. You just mm. have to get emptied. I had no place else to go, and I think that's when God can really mm. come in and, and use you. Well, listen, maybe you're at that place right now, and we'll just encourage you, uh, pull over or just uh, kneel by your bed or, or, or take a moment and just say, Dear Jesus, I need you. Come into my life. Somebody uh, may be in that space right now. If you want to call us, I will pray with you to confirm it, to pray out loud, however you want to do it. But I think the bottom line is God hears all of our prayers when we cry out to him in need for a Savior. Doesn't he promise us that in Scripture? He does. And still, prayer is hard. He promises that. But the truth is, I learned how hard prayer was. Even mm. after I cried out and felt that peace, I did not know how to pray. Mm. Well, you know, uh, the disciples didn't either, and they asked Jesus, teach us. <laughs> right. <laughs> so right. I guess that's an ongoing learning as yes. well. Well, if you want to join the conversation, our phone number is 888-432-7434. My lines are open for you now. Let's kick the show off in Silver Spring, Maryland. Aridia is on the line. Hi, Aridia. Dr. Anderson here. How are you? Hi, Dr. Anderson. Thank you for taking my call. I am almost in fear. The last person just called you, mm. it seemed like it was me. I mm. grew up with a single mom with six children. Mm. But my mom was so strong in the faith. I wasn't. I, I, I learned to know Jesus when I got here. Mm-hmm. But because I heard her pray every morning. I keep looking for that God that my mommy was praying for. In her word, her prayer, she would kneel down and she would say, I hold on to all your promises that you made us, God. Mm. Please make us a better person. Those words went through me until I was here, that I had my kids. That's when I heard that word Mm. with my daughter. Mm. I was going through a lot of things with her. So I started praying at the God that my mom was praying. Ah. So, Jesus, please help me with my daughter. She's going the wrong way. And did he show up for you, Aridia? Did he he answer you? Yes. Yes. Yes, my daughter is a doctor now. Yes. Mm, She sure did. Wow. She gave her everything that I asked for, wisdom, understanding. At the age of 15, she came to me and said, Mommy, I'm going to be a doctor. Mm. And she made it. Well, so I know Jesus when I was 21 years old, but it was because I heard my mommy praying at that God that I was looking for when I was seven years old. Mm-mm-mm. Well, listen, thank you, Aridia, for sharing your testimony. May the Lord bless you and be with you. Uh, Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner, she said she heard her mother praying. How important is it as a parent for your kids to see you modeling prayer? I think that is what made me come back. Mm. If I ever left, but to come back to God. I had something in my mind. I could see my mother's, long after I left home, I could see her on her knees. Mm. I had the, and the fact that parents 
say less to your children about God and pray more. Let them see you pray. Mm. Because I didn't realize, even when I was hating on God, I still had that picture when I got to the end of my rope of my mother praying. I knew that was possible. Mm. Did you also pray around food? Did you guys have grace that you did before you ate? Well, that was just to get to the food. (laughs) But it also modeled something probably if your mom is praying like you maybe catching stuff you don't even know you're catching or at this point you're just hungry so it doesn't matter well i mean at that age i was so cynical and angry i was Uh angry about being poor angry about racism we were in oakland richmond california the police were stopping people like they are doing now and i didn't understand it and so Mm. i blamed god because the church did not show up so Mm. The prayer at home was something that was required. I didn't I really internalize it. wasn't coming it. from your heart. I wasn't internalized. Ah, that's no. why your subtitle of your book really is uh, from no faith, really going from no faith to, to deep faith. So would you say then prayer is one of the pathways to go from no faith to deep faith? It is the beginning. Mm-hmm. It is the absolute beginning. It's not the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, once I prayed that prayer, I still didn't know. It, I didn't know Genesis from Revelation because I left the church at 11 and a half. I didn't go back for 20 years. Uh-huh. I studied great books in the, of the world in college. I thought the Bible was just a lot of poetry and uh-huh. sex mm-hmm. stories and war. Hmm. Um, but really the idea is that prayer plus the word. I had to find out that the word of God is a way of getting to God mm-hmm. and his promises for our lives. How about that? That was the second step. First was prayer, then getting into the uh-huh. word. In a sense, uh, prayer me talking to God and God's word him talking to me exactly. and those two together get a good conversation going between the human and the divine huh? absolutely but I I want to state that I thought prayer was so boring I thought if God knew everything anyway why would I be talking all the time mm-hmm. besides I'd rather watch certain shows or mm. football it was just not as interesting God was not as interesting even after I believe I accepted Christ so I I will confess to you that this book was written through my struggle mm. to pray. Mm. Well, you're not the only one, right? <laughs> so I think all of us uh, struggle sometimes uh, being more faithful in our mm. prayers. And so your book uh, shares with us and shows us that, that uh, you know, God longs for us to pray. God answers prayers, but also it, it can be a struggle. Uh, maybe it's a struggle for some of you today. Maybe you want to give us a call. Maybe there's some barriers that are keeping you from Uh, talking to God or even moving forward spiritually. Uh, If you want to give us a call, we're here to serve you and uh, talk with Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. She is the author of this brand new, beautiful book, I Prayed, Now What? Subtitle is My Journey from No Faith to Deep Faith. My phone number live in studio, if you want to join the conversation, is 888-43-BRIDGE. Let's go to Stafford, Virginia and talk to Mario who's on the line. Hi, Mario. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you? I'm doing good, Dr. Anderson. How are you? Oh, I'm alive and grateful. Thanks for hanging out with us today. What are you thinking? Well, what I'm thinking is um, I I really appreciate her, um, uh, how she grew up. Um, I am, I am one that also did the, had the same experience. I grew up in a domestic violent home. Mm. Um, When you see your mom get stabbed, in front of you. I mean, I'm putting mm. personal stuff out there because I mean, I believe that uh, you know, the more that I talk about it, the more mm. that it can it it uh it it cleanses me, so to speak. It sounds like it affected uh, but, your faith um, too, didn't it, Mario? 
Yes, it, it, it messed up my faith at, at mm. first because I didn't know what kind of what was going on, but it, it just truly had given me a different outlook that you don't have to be a product of how you grew up. Mm-hmm. And uh, so for me, uh, I always had a praying family. I mean, my parent, my, my family, my whole family from Mississippi, Southern, right. they grew up in church. And the one scripture that came to mind when the doctor was uh, was talking was, train up a child in the way they should go. Mm-hmm. And when they're old, they won't depart from it. Right, right. You know, and his word would not de- return void. Well, and it sounded, so, it sounded like you came back, though, even though you were struggling, Mario. It sounds like somehow the Lord got you back. Let me give you the last 10 seconds. Respond to what I just said. Yes, he did. He, he really did. And I fought and I fought and I fought. Mm-hmm. But God, one day, just I just cried, and I felt like I did not want to be this way anymore. Mm-hmm. And so I just cried out, and I said, I can't take this anymore, yeah. Lord. I know that you were there. Why aren't you helping me? And then one day in church, my just my parents went to church, and they waited on me for about 10 minutes, and they were not late. Mm. And I got saved that day. Wow, praise the Lord. So, well, Mario, listen, thank you so much for sharing your testimony. And I, I see a theme here, uh, Dr. Barbara Warrior Skinner, this uh, crying out to the Lord in your pain. There's a lot of times when it's said in the Scriptures, I cried out and the Lord heard my prayer. That's said more than once in the Scripture. Uh, it, it certainly is my story. I think the mm. question, though, David, is how do you pray with that same passion when you're not hurting? How do you pray with that same passion when you're not hurting? When we get back, we're going to answer that one. Hear 105.1 FM WAVA wherever you are on our mobile app or on iHeart, TuneIn, and now on Radio.com. Do you have leaky faucets, a running toilet, lights that don't work, or worse yet, a heating and AC system that's been ignored for years? It's time to take action. Hi, I'm Chuck Teets. Go to AactionHomeServices.com, licensed in Maryland, Virginia, and D.C., with a 100% satisfaction guarantee, 703-922-1900. Problem solved. I really like that dress on you. Do you like it? It's super cute. I think it's a winner. You can borrow it. I could never wear that. You're lucky you didn't inherit our parents' varicose veins. The swelling and achiness in my legs, it's so uncomfortable. Actually, I did. Where are they? Did they just go away on their own? No. I had them treated by Vein Clinics of America while the kids were at school. For over 40 years, Vein Clinics of America has been a leader in the minimally invasive treatment of varicose and spider veins. They can have you back in your feet with little or no downtime. Weren't you nervous? At first, but they were so nice and answered all my questions. Did it hurt? Actually, I was surprised. It wasn't bad at all. I should call. Looks like I'll be sharing my new dress. Call Vein Clinics of America now to see if you qualify for a free consultation. Medicare and most insurance accepted. Call 800-418-1700. That's 800-418-1700. 800-418-1700. Everyone deserves a good story. That's why Family Fiction is devoted to compiling and celebrating Christian stories of all kinds with a newsletter, digital magazine, and updates. Find it all at familyfiction.com. Christian women visit iBelieve.com where they can explore the deeper issues of their faith and learn how other women have handled the challenges of being a believer. Go to iBelieve.com. Let's be boring and do a commercial about cash out refinances. It's Ryan, and our mortgage team will often have a listener say, I think I understand what a cash out refinance is, but can't that be bad for you sometimes? So let's hit on that. 
As with anything, it's certainly not the right move for everyone. If we don't have to, we don't want to add a bunch of years onto our loan or increase our monthly payment too much or pay more in the long run. But because home values have skyrocketed so far up the last few years, while rates have come so far down, we've seen many scenarios where listeners today can pull out a significant chunk of money from the new value in their home while lowering the years on the overall loan, while lowering their monthly payment, and lowering how much they ultimately pay. The key is to just look at the whole picture and be honest with yourself about your situation. If you're looking for someone to show you your options, we are United Faith Mortgage. United Faith Mortgage is a DBA of United Mortgage Corp. 25 Meadow Park Road, Melville, New York. Licensed mortgage maker for all licensing information. Go to Animalist Consumer Access. Dot corporate Animalist Number 1330. Equal housing lender. I license in Alaska, Hawaii, Georgia, Massachusetts, North Dakota, South Dakota, or Utah. The following program has been pre-recorded for broadcast at this time. Today is an encore presentation of Real Talk with Dr. David Anderson. We're not taking your calls today. But thank you for tuning in and enjoy the show. And we're back. Now, listen, uh, if you're just tuning in, maybe you're just getting in the car or whatever, we are having a conversation on this Tough Topic Tuesday about building a bridge from no faith to deep faith. Maybe you struggle with your journey of faith and, and maybe there are some barriers keeping you from moving forward spiritually. Helping us out today is Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. She's the author of a brand new book, I Prayed Now What? My Journey from No Faith to Deep Faith. If you uh, if you want to talk to Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner, give us a phone call at 888-432-7434. If you're struggling with your walk and you just want someone to mentor you, uh, give us a call, 888-43-BRIDGE. If people wanted to purchase the book, uh, Dr. Williams Skinner, where would they go? They can get it on our website, um, BarbaraWilliams-Skinner.com. BarbaraWilliams-Skinner.com, and they can get your book there. You wrote this book because of your own journey. Uh, Dr. Barbara, there's a lot of people who are on a journey of faith. Even when they come to know the Lord, they struggle with moving forward in their faith. How does prayer help, and, and, and how do we break through some of those very difficult barriers? The prayer is the problem in part. The church teaches you a lot. Mm-hmm. There are classes on everything. There are very few classes on prayer. Mm-hmm. The assumption is that when you become a follower of Jesus, you automatically know how to pray. Mm-hmm. I realize at the time that my husband was sick with uh, leukemia and eventually died, I did not know how to pray. Mm. And you don't want to admit it. I'm married to an evangelist and traveling around the world, preaching and teaching, and I really did not Mm. understand uh, how to pray and how do you even admit that. So that's the problem. A lot of people will say that prayer should be highfalutin language and there's certain poetry. Mm -hmm. They don't realize that God is so simple and ready Mm. to answer the prayers of even a child let's say somebody's listening right now and they said you know what barbara dr barbara i i'm admitting it i really don't know how to pray what would you tell them to do how do you how do they get started 
I started, interestingly, uh, reading the Proverbs. Uh, mm -hmm. I thought there are 31 Proverbs. This is the mm -hmm. wisdom teaching about family, life, um, money, relationships, mm -hmm. uh, written by King Solomon. And I thought I'd read one, uh, I read one proverb every day, and I wrote down whatever text that really resonated with me. Mm -hmm. I took that to work. I put it on a three-by-five card. I was still struggling with uh, my life before Jesus. Sure. And I had a four-letter mouth. I still mm. had a temper. I'm still mm. seething about racism. I still hadn't sorted out what mm. it means to be a calm Christian. Right. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so, if there's such a thing. So I took this every day. So 31 days. I did mm. that for almost a year. Oh, wow. And I started memorizing the scriptures because I understood that God is not duty-bound to answer your prayers. Mm. He's duty-bound to answer his word. So I mm. decided, make this word mine. Internalize the word. So actually internalizing God's word also helps you in your prayers because you're saying it back to God and he's obligated to to respond to his word. Absolutely. And put your name in it so mm -hmm. that if you are talking to God about David, mm -hmm. I'm saying, God, forgive Barbara. Mm -hmm. God, lift up Barbara. God, mm -hmm. heal Barbara. Mm -hmm. So it's me talking to God. I think what hindered me at times was, you know, you think about the sin in your life. You think about your life before God and before you accepted Christ, a lot of times that stuff is in your ear and you're thinking, I'm not worthy. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, I don't deserve this. And really, you, you have to take God at his word that mm -hmm. he has given you everything you need uh, for life and godliness to be uh, successful before him. Mm -hmm. I didn't believe that. So when he said uh, that I'll never leave you or forsake, you have to take God at his word. Mm. Uh, his, God's love is, is everlasting. You have to realize you don't have to earn it. You cannot earn it. Mm. And I thought because I worked so hard for everything I had that I also had to work for God's love. How I had to work that? to be worthy of God blessing me so you have to take the word internalize it pray it back to him and insert your name so god you said that uh you will supply all my needs according to your riches and glory or god you supplied the needs for paul who said it would yes. you do the same for barbara or or whatever exactly. that, that's a really good teaching point we're going to learn more from barbara on prayer on life on faith uh, and, and and maybe in your particular situation, you're at a place right now, you need God to show up, uh, you need Barbara to pray for you, uh, give us a call. My phone number is 888-432-7434. Uh, as soon as I get back, we'll run to Upper Marlboro, Maryland, and talk to Edith. We're going to come to you as well. I've got a line open, so if you want it, get in where you fit in, 888 Four, three, bridge. It's real talk with Dr. David Anderson. I feel like taking chances. I feel a lot like seventeen. Improve remodeling. The name that begins with an E and ends with an E. 
E stands for excellence, and that's exactly what you'll get when you want new windows or doors. Just like Amber and I, we got new windows and doors because we wanted our French door to be a slider so we could let the dogs in and out. And so we called Improve Remodeling. They came to the house. They installed new doors and windows in the kitchen, and they were picture perfect. Call Improve Remodeling today. Here's their number, 240-505-4944. That's Improve Remodeling. Their name begins with an E and it ends with an E. It stands for excellence. If you want to find them online, just go to improveremodeling.com. We all want to get back to normal, and getting the COVID-19 vaccine puts us closer to that goal. Getting vaccinated is a critical step towards reducing the impact COVID-19 has on our family, friends, and neighbors. Did you know hundreds of thousands of Prince Georgians have received at least the first dose? This is huge, and we need your help to continue fighting the virus by getting vaccinated. Vaccinations are now available at Prince George's County operated COVID-19 clinics for individuals 12 and older who live or work in the county. Eligible individuals do not need an appointment to get vaccinated, but do require consent from a parent or legal guardian for individuals 17 and younger. So get vaccinated today and let your family, friends, and community know that you're proud to be protected. Visit mypgc.us forward slash COVID vaccine to learn more. It's real talk. Dr. David Anderson. Listen, if you got mold, mildew, cracks, or blistered paint, in your walls, make sure you check out uh, Best Buy Waterproofing. They'll come in and take out all the water, the musty smell. They came to our house. They've come uh, help us out. They'll help you out as well. Just give them a call. Tell them I sent you. Their number is 844-980-3707. When my wife Amber said, you know what, we need a new sump pump. We need something. I called uh, Andrew Altman from Best Buy Waterproofing. And sure enough, they came out. And my wife is satisfied. I know you'll be satisfied with them as well. If you end up doing business with them, they'll even give a $500 gift to uh, our radio ministry. So it's not a bad deal at all. But it's a free inspection. So listen, call them before the water rises. Just go to bestbuywaterproofing.com. I've got Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. She's with me live in studio. I'm holding up her book. If you're on Facebook Live, I prayed. Now what? My journey from no faith to deep faith. If you want to know more information about Barbara, you can always go to barbarawilliams-skinner.com. Now, Dr. Barbara, if somebody does order your book, pick up your book, start reading your book, what is your hope, your desire, your dream What do you want people to get out of it by the time they're done with it? I want them to have an empowered prayer life. Mm. I want them to uh, 
be able to know, no matter where they go, what happens, how many crises they face, God is there. Mm. Be absolutely certain. I want them to learn as I had to learn how to pray for your enemies. Mm. Uh, I want them to go from a prayer time to a prayer life, that mm. their whole life is bathed in prayer, whether they're lawyer, doctor, teacher, mother, grandmother, or what. Praying for your enemies. Now you're getting all up in our business. I mean, <laughs> that's not always easy to do. How, how did you figure out how to pray through, through those barriers for people that don't even like you? Well, it's not easy. I had my first time to try to pray for President Ronald Reagan, and that was a struggle. But, you know, at the now, end— Now, why was that a struggle, Fran, for him? Because you're a Democrat and he's a Republican? Well, or not, was no, it his programs? No. What was it? He mouthed words while campaigning that sounded anti-poor and anti—even anti-against uh, people of color. And I mm. was—I uh, I didn't feel it— that he had a right to do that. I thought he mm. should have been the president or come across as the president of all the people. I see. And which he was. And I was asked at a big prayer breakfast of 4,000 leaders to pray for him, and I refused. I said, mm. I don't think God wants me to pray for a Republican anyway. Mm. So you're and a strong Democrat. Well, yeah, at that time. Okay. At that time, now I'm really just a kingdom person. Okay, but, but in that situation, you were a strong Democrat. Someone's asking you to pray for him. You have an opportunity to pray oh, for no, President Ronald Reagan. No. And so you you declined. I said no. But, you know, God has a way of just staying on your case. Mm. I'm like, he would not let me go. Really? And I ended up praying a prayer that was translated into seven languages because when I saw the President Reagan and Mrs. Reagan in a in a holding room, I just saw two people. Mm, no I, longer the the label of Republican. No category, uh -huh. not even white or whatever. I just saw a man and a woman, older man and woman at that time, who would like me, would die one day, who wanted their lives to be better. And I said, mm. God, pray through me what you want. And it was mm. a prayer to surrender, David. Well, just look at that. simple. Look at that. And so God has been using you ever since to pray for presidents. And, uh, you know, I think it's important for us to understand that there are people that we sometimes have to pray for that we either don't know or don't agree with. And uh, that's something that we, I think, even as Americans, it's probably something we don't do enough, even though God is asking us to. Huh? Well, I had a hard time praying for this current president, and I don't have any now, because at the end of the day, you have to decide uh, if you're going to do your thing or God's thing. And my mm. attitude is that I could keep wow. working against Say injustice that. if I see it in anyone, and I've seen it here, but that here is a man. Here's a man who needs Jesus. Here's a mm. man who needs salvation. Here's a man who needs mercy. Here's a man whose family seems to be broken. And I, I pray that that would be my focus and not just mm. on the politics. Now, I still work for justice, right? but I don't demonize uh -huh. Donald Trump. How about that? Edith is on the line. She's from Upper Marlboro, Maryland. Let's go there. Hi, Edith. It's Dr. Anderson. How are you today? I am about, <laughs> I'm about ready to pop off my feet. I'm uh. so ecstatic. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> 
Barbara and I know each other very well. This yes. is Edith Jones, Barbara. Hello, Edith. I am so thrilled. We have Thank prayed you. for this book to come forth and yes. be birthed for years. Yes. We yes. know who yes. Barbara is. She's bold and courageous, and we know yes. God can use her yes. mightily through Thank this you. book. Mm. I promise you, Barbara, every one of my children are going to jump off their skin because that's what we prayed for for years. Now they're adults. They're going to order these books and get them out to their friends. Thank, Thank you, you so, so much. much. I love you beyond words. She is so, she's one of the reasons I wrote the book. Wow. Well, badgered me and nagged me into writing this book. Well, thank you so much, Miss Edith, for two things. First of all, thank you for encouraging Barbara, and thank you for your call, okay? Oh, uh, I love you. I just don't know what else to say. I'm so thrilled. Well, God bless you. Thank you so much. We love you, too. Uh, Barbara, I, how, how's that? How's that? Thank you so much for calling. How's that feel to have such encouragers? Uh, in your journey of faith from no faith to deep faith. It's the only way that I made it. Whether mm -hmm. it was the Brownings who led me to Christ by their life and not their words mm -hmm. or leading me to the man I married, Tom Skinner, who modeled every day in our home what a godly man looks like, mm -hmm. uh, who encouraged me as a woman on issues where men don't often encourage women to mm -hmm. advance in their careers. Tom, so that was an encouragement, but he encouraged me most in my prayer life mm -hmm. uh, by doing the devotion with me every day, by teaching me the word of God. I actually learned the word of God from my husband. Mm. I love the way you integrate the word of God in your prayers. I think yeah. that is a dynamic yeah. uh, thought for somebody who's been wondering, how do I pray? What's the model of prayer? You really need your knees and your Bible in right. order to truly connect with God, don't you? Well, a lot of great Bible teachers and leaders read the Psalms. The Psalms is a prayer, mm -hmm. prayer one prayer after the other, mm -hmm. from David's point of despair to his highest joy. Mm -hmm. Many times when I don't know how to pray, I'll read the Psalms. Oh, how about that? Or listen to them at night when I can't go to sleep and I'm despairing mm -hmm. about something. I'll just turn it on aloud. Uh, it always uh, soothes me. Mm. Uh, but reading the word of God is mm. a way of talking to God. What about uh, praying with other people? I know that you have a prayer group. Uh, talk about that for a minute. Well, after Tom uh, died, I was in so much pain. Uh, I think God just sent a few angels around me because I didn't know how to even pray for it. All of a sudden, I am didn't know where God was, again, mm -hmm. like I was as a child. And uh, people came around me, and we started praying, honestly, for racial reconciliation. That mm -hmm. was something I could pray about. Mm -hmm. I couldn't pray about my own situation. We did it once a week. We prayed about nations. We prayed about uh, that the word of God would be manifest in the church. There would be no black church or white church or gray or brown or yellow church. Mm -hmm. There would be the per mm. church of Jesus Christ. Mm. Uh, we prayed about violence and racism and bigotry once a week. But you know what? It's come in the last 10 years once a day, mm. eight to nine every day. If I'm not on a plane, we are praying, David, mm. every single day. I know, and you got a strong prayer group. You've been praying together for years. Yes, we are. Well, yes, listen, we are. we're coming right back in just three minutes to land this plane. 
It's Dr. Barbara Williams Skinner. She's the author of a brand new book. I prayed. Now what? Go ahead and pick it up. Barbara Williams hyphen Skinner dot com. Looking for joy? You found life-changing talk radio. 105.1 FM WAVA. Uncle Ryan is going to talk about how hot, hot, hot cash-out refinances are. That sounds fun. I sound like a broken record. I've been doing this for 18 years. I have never seen a market like this in my life. Home values have generally been skyrocketing the last couple of years. And with interest rates being so low, I've actually seen refinances where people are able to cash out that newly found equity in their homes, do home improvements, whatever it may be, and still save money per month compared to what their prior mortgage payment was. So it's worth a shot just to give us a phone call. And one thing I can promise at United Faith Mortgage is we will not be pushy. It's one of my biggest pet peeves. I can promise you we will not be that way. I like to see it as my job is to present you with a few different options. I step back, I let you decide, and I'll let you call me when you want to move forward. We are United Faith Mortgage. We pay your appraisal fees up to $500. UMC Mortgage Company, Melbourne, New York. Animalist number 1330. And refinance. Total refinancing charge may be higher for life of loan. If you aren't following WAVA on Twitter yet, go to WAVA.com and find the Twitter follow button. Tell a friend that you listen to life-changing talk radio, 105.1 FM, WAVA. One of the best ways to show your children how to succeed may be to teach him how to fail. For Family Talk, here's Dr. James Dobson. It's not news to anyone that youngsters mimic the behavior of their parents. And since parents are being watched, they obviously need to be careful about what their children see. Now, this is especially true when it comes to handling failure and disappointment. Do we set ourselves up as models of perfection that never fall short of our goals? Or are we able to say to our kids, I'm sorry, I really blew it that time? If we miss out on something that we really wanted, say a new job, do we mask our feelings by offering phony excuses? Or do we simply say, apparently the bosses thought Bob Smith would be better suited for the job? Our children must see that mom and dad can admit their failure and their shortcomings and that the world won't end because they did. Some of the greatest times of growth between parents and children can occur when youngsters see mom and dad not get what they're going after and still feel all right about themselves and each other. It tells them that winning isn't always normal or possible and that even when you fail, life goes on. Teaching our kids to win and succeed is a noble thing, but teaching them to handle frustration and failure may be just as important. Hear more at drjamesdobson.org. I mean, we've been talking about prayer and faith. If you want to grow in your faith, grow in your walk with the Lord, you can read her story and also gain some personal insights on how you can fire up not only your prayer life, but your spiritual journey. Uh, Dr. Barber, as we're bringing the show to a close, uh, and as we think about and reflect on your book, what direction do you want to give people once they get your book and once they read your book? How should they interact with the text that you've written? Well, at the end of every chapter, uh, there is a question about your own faith, your own walk, your own journey, your own struggle, 
uh, there's an action that you can take, mm-hmm. and then there is a prayer you can pray. Mm-hmm. So it's it's your journey. You step out of my journey, mm-hmm. and you move into your own journey mm-hmm. of reflection on where you really are with God. It's right. important to know that. What are some of the spiritual disciplines that help keep you growing in your faith? We know prayer is one of them, but right. what else do we need in order to keep that going? I think you have to stay in the Word. I think mm. it has to be in you. I listen to it day and night. I turn off television at certain times. I'm not listening to it. I think the other one uh, to me is song. You know, I can't mm. sing well, but I will praise God. Mm-hmm. I think praise is another. Make a joyful noise. Yes. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> of course, you know, giving and, and generosity and serving others, that, that is another spiritual discipline. That helps you grow, doesn't it? It helps you to grow because you get out of yourself and you get into the needs of others. Mm. It's a way of loving God by loving other people. Well, you know, sometimes breaking away, uh, you uh, quoted one time we were at a prayer retreat gathering, a contemplation retreat, and uh, I think I heard you say something like, uh, you, you have to come apart to pray. If you don't come apart, then you will. It was exactly. something like that, wasn't exactly. it? Exactly, <laughs> and you have a lot of people in America yeah. now working 20-hour days and juggling jobs and yeah. literally coming apart. And opioid uh, addiction is is rising even in the middle Mm. class. And I think it's part of that stress, even among church people, Mm. not relying on the Savior, not resting in Jesus. Well, thank you so much for pushing us back to the feet of Jesus through prayer. Thank you for writing this book, I Prayed, Now What? My Journey from No Faith to Deep Faith. If you want a copy of it, go to Barbara Williams-Skinner. Thanks for being on the show. Thank you for having me, David. Of course, Lord Jesus, we thank you for the opportunity we have to come to you in prayer. Uh, May this show take this topic from being a tough one to being one of joy as we spend time at your feet. Be with Barbara, the book, and her ministry. In Jesus' name we pray. Together everyone said, Amen. amen and amen. Need your air conditioner tuned up? Call A-Action and get your AC service for $59. That's right, $59. Call 703-922-1900. Alexa can play WAVA-FM. And hear us wherever you are on our mobile app, iHeart, TuneIn, or Radio.com. I've been searching for ways to grow deeper in my faith and strengthen my daily walk, and I found it at Crosswalk.com. From Bible study tools to Christian living articles, devotionals, movie reviews, to marriage and finance articles, well, you get the idea. Crosswalk.com also has a great online community of Christians just like me. With everything just a click away, it's like having a trusted friend, teacher, and mentor right here at my desk every day. Crosswalk.com, the intersection of faith and life. Help your child or grandchild have a biblical worldview and shape their Christian faith with a Christian school education. There are eight local area Christian schools partnering with WAVA to offer half-price tuitions for the full school year starting this fall. Current Christian schools participating are located in Olney, Laurel, Glendale, Frederick, Eldersburg, Reston, and Fairfax. Buy a half-price tuition at WAVA.com. Click on the school bus or give us a call. Leading the way with Michael Youssef. Weekday mornings at 11 